You don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror, but by having a stack of undeniable proof that you are who you say you are. That's a quote from Alex Ramosi that I turn to a lot when I'm really struggling to do something that I really don't want to do. And if I can be honest, I don't really want to be doing this right now. I don't really want to be recording this by myself, talking to my computer, hoping that somewhere, somehow on the internet, somebody's going to hear it. But Zach is off today. We need a show. Let's do this. Let's see what we can come up with together. But first, this is the FitMess, where together we learn to develop habits that help us live beyond our mental health struggles to create happier, healthier lives. He's Zach. He lives in the future with his anxiety. He's Jeremy, and he lives in the past with his depression. And we get together once a week in the present to share the obstacles we face and how we overcome them. I love that quote from Alex Ramosi because I'm not a terribly confident person. It's something that I have wrestled with my entire life. And it's something that I've been spending a lot of time working on in the last, I don't even know how many years now. But I am finding that by doing the things that the type of me that I want to be would do allows me to become that person. And that's why that, that quote resonates with me so much. And a lot of that work, honestly, is coming from the gym, going there three or four times a week, uh, whether I feel like it or not. And the end result of that, not only just physically do I feel better, but mentally, my, my mental health has been in a lot better position. And I just feel a growing sense of confidence. And so I know that quote to be true for me. And that's why I want to kind of focus on it a little bit. I also want to focus on it because I have been spending some time online, you know, chatting with people in different groups and, and on different uh, communities, particularly uh, Instagram th uh, threads has been a lot of fun lately. And someone I follow there and we chat with each other quite a bit said something pretty interesting to me about journaling. And yes, we're going to talk about journaling for a minute. So just buckle up. I know journaling is super valuable. I know that tons of people benefit from it. I know that I could benefit from it. I know that when I do it regularly, it does help me a little bit, but I don't think I even do it right. Right. Like I know there's systems like bullet journals and different things where you can, you know, you write and, and you follow up with yourself and hold yourself accountable for the things you wrote down and all that. I've never really just grasped something that made sense for me, but this account that I follow on threads, they go by enigmatic coaching at enigmatic coaching posted something in, in response to something that I posted. I don't even remember what it was, but what they said was really interesting and, and kind of a different take on journaling that I had never heard before. And I wanted to share it with you to see if, if it's something that might be helpful for you. So I asked a robot to read what they wrote. How it works is, and it's quite simple, that whenever you do something disciplined, you make a note of it. As I said, it's not a journal entry. There need be no context. Just an entry that said what you did or didn't do at that moment. It works because it keeps a compilation of disciplined actions that spur you to do more. It also celebrates the little wins as well as the big ones, not buying X or Y or going to the gym. Our team was inspired by Henry Morgenthau Jr., after reading Morgenthau by Andrew Meyer, not only does he keep a ledger of his accomplishments and his moments lacking discipline, but he also has a list of maxims he lives by, just like Benjamin Franklin and classic philosophers. Your ability to keep yourself accountable is paramount to your success and growth. As always, if you would like personal coaching to keep you accountable, be sure to reach out. And you can reach out to them on Instagram threads. That's how we connected. They go by at Enigmatic Coaching and uh, follow them for, for some more coaching advice and things like that. But I just thought that was a really helpful idea in terms of what I mentioned before at the beginning of the show with, the, with that quote, that body of evidence that you need to build 
that proves that you are who you say you are. You can do the things all day long. You can go to the gym every day. You can eat the, th the things the right way. You can meditate. You can do all the stuff that we spend so many hours on the show talking about. But sometimes you need to have reflected back to you how extraordinary it is that you do those things. We've had people reach out to us and say what they love about us is that we seem to be ordinary guys doing extraordinary things. Maybe. I don't know that they're that extraordinary. Maybe the fact that we do them somewhat consistently is the extraordinary thing. Or maybe we've been doing them for so long that, that what to someone else seems to be extraordinary is now normal for us. And so I think a practice like the one you just heard of just writing a quick journal, you don't have to expand just a sentence, a quick thing. That's the hard thing you did that day intentionally, right? Going to work is hard. You have to do it because you want to get a paycheck. Being a parent is hard. You have to do it because your kids depend on you. But if you can pick a thing that is hard that you're going to do for the sake of doing it to prove that you can do hard things, to prove that you are the kind of person who is who you say you are, if you can keep a record of all of the times that you did that hard thing and review it after a week, a month, 10 years, whatever it is, to be able to look back and see, man, look at these, this incredible list of things that I've accomplished because I said I would. That's the evidence that proves you are who you say you are. That's what a lot of people pay a therapist to do, to hold up a mirror and say, dude, you're doing great. Look at all this incredible stuff you're doing. When you go to a friend and complain about how hard things are and they, kill, and they tell you, no, man, you're doing fine. You're, all, everything's good. That's, it's all the same. You, just, you sort of need that feedback sometimes to feel better about yourself, the things you've accomplished, and, and the life you're trying to build just by doing hard things. And like I said, doing this right now is hard. It's hard for me to talk to myself. I, I love doing the show with Zach because he and I can bounce ideas off of each other and share things and talk about the things that are, that are working, talk about the struggle, which I think is the more important part. But to sit here alone in my house talking to my computer, this is hard. And so in my journal today, I'm going to write, recorded a podcast by myself. Because it's way more fun to interact with you. I would, I would rather have someone on this call with me. I would rather be talking to Zach. I'd rather be doing something that is not quite as, I guess, extraordinary. Because to me, it is unusual to talk to myself, hoping that someone finds some value in this conversation with myself. So I just love that idea of, of just tracking the things that you do that are hard and overcoming them. But also on the flip side, that same method can be used to track where you fall short, track where you gave into emotional eating that day, track the days that you just couldn't overcome the feeling of not working out, track when you lost the mental health battle that day and just couldn't function, right? Just had to sit on the couch, just had to play video games, had to just cave, watch some TV, give yourself a rest day, whatever it is. It's just another valuable way, I think, to use a journal which everyone's talking about right now, the new uh, Apple journal, which I think is pretty cool. But so if you're looking for ways to use that sort of a, of a resource, tracking those hard things that you've overcome, that you've done, really cool. Tracking the things that you're not so proud of, the things where you fell short. To be able to look back after several days or however much time really is a great way to hold a mirror up to yourself, to hold yourself accountable to becoming the kind of person you want to become. Now, one last thing I'll say about journaling uh, I was actually listening to another podcast. I don't know if you guys listen to Neil Brennan's Blocks. 
Uh, it's a terrific podcast. I was listening, listening to his interview with Rain Wilson, and they were talking about journaling just very briefly, and they mentioned another idea that I thought was really cool. We talk about grat- gratitude journaling, and you know, many people say just write down three things a day that you're grateful for. That can get kind of uh, mundane. That can get kind of boring. I know I've done it. You wake up in the morning, and oh, I'm grateful for my coffee. I'm grateful I woke up again, and uh, I'm grateful to be alive. Right? Like you kind of phone it in. But Rain Wilson was talking about the idea of journaling throughout the day, things that you're grateful for, like setting an alarm on your phone so that like every four hours you just stop and think about what is something I'm grateful for right now. And again, that thing doesn't have to be 200 words. It doesn't have to be a blog entry. It doesn't have to be, you know, a full podcast, right? It can be grateful. I had a healthy lunch, grateful. The sun came up, grateful to have another day, whatever the thing is, if throughout the day you take a pause and identify those, it just helps build those pathways in your brain to start focusing on the good, to start focusing on the things you're grateful for. Because we're so wired and it's so easy to get overwhelmed and to feel the stress of deadlines and parenting and mortgages and rent and car payments and all of the things. Life wants to kick your ass and it's really easy to give up and, and to, to cave on that stuff. So, I just thought that was another interesting way to use a journal. I wanted to point that out that if, you know, two, three, four, five times a day, just take a look around. What's one thing you're grateful for and just jot it down a quick sentence, a quick line, a quick word. Doing that again over time will help build the muscle in your brain to help you focus on the things you're grateful for and all the probably many more positive things you have going on in your life than you're even aware of. All right, that's all I've got for you. Thank you for sitting through this hard thing with me. I'm going to make a note of this in my journal that I did a podcast by myself. I did this hard thing, and it's something I'll look back on at some point and be proud of myself for doing. If my rambling about how to better use your journal has been helpful in any way, I really hope that you will share this with somebody who could use this message. So maybe somebody who hasn't heard these ideas of how to use their journal and they're struggling to looking at that blank page every day and going, what in the hell do I write in this thing? Share it with them, share it on social media, share it wherever you can so that we can accomplish our mission of helping as many people like you that are just struggling to live a little bit better every day than they did the day before. That would mean the world to us. Meanwhile, uh, Zach and I will return together next week with a brand new episode. You will find that at thefitmess.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week at thefitmess.com. We know this podcast is amazing and doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.